0: This is a man's
1: world. But we won't quit. This is a man's
0: world.
1: She Who Dares Wins. Um, hello, and welcome to the She Who Dares Wins podcast. We are on season three, and a season guest is back. Kelly Island. how are you doing?
0: I'm awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. And yeah, so you
1: run, I think you run, you were definitely my first season. Now, I, I think I might've begun the second second season. season. Okay. I mean, there's not like endless seasons, but yeah, most important things. It feels like a lifetime. It feels like a lifetime. It was, it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So for anyone that doesn't know your story, a little bit of it can be found in season one or two. I should probably should really think about that, uh, which one it is, but I'll put a link down in the description. <laughs> um, so how have you been? I know things have changed a lot since COVID. You have ventured on to new pathways. So yeah, just, just give us a bit of a catch up.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to think what job I was on the last time I talked to you because that's kind of how I think of life is like, which job was I on? But now, especially with COVID, um, that sort of changes. So I haven't been working for commercial construction. I guess it's been a, almost a year and a half, which is crazy to me. When I last got laid off, it was in the beginning of 2020. Right. And I sort of just went into, like, I just thought I would get hired back. Honestly, I was like, it'll just be a matter of time. So I did like a little bit of side job, collected my unemployment and like dove into the COVID thing. I was taking hikes with my kids. We were socially distancing. I was doing yoga five times a day, (laughs) you know, the normal COVID life. Then it kind of, I wasn't getting hired jobs were shutting down. And I was like, I have to figure out what I'm going to do. Right. So I started uh, just picking up residential plumbing here and there, uh, bought a drain cleaner and took my master's test. So I am one step up from the last time I talked to you. I'm a master plumber, nice. which is really awesome and a huge accomplishment for me because honestly, when I was an apprentice, I said, I never want to run work. I never want to, like, I don't need to be a master plumber. I don't need, like, I just want to be this worker. Like, I just want to be a worker, get paid, go home, you know, and, and I loved what I did and it just was easy. I didn't want the responsibility of like running it. Like, I just wanted to enjoy installing it and, you know, working on it. Now, (laughs) now I'm, you know, in the process of starting my own business, that's like, I mean, I've been working it, but little by little, I'm, I'm a procrastinator. So I have a hard time, like really jumping in, especially like with my verbal commitment. I'm always like, well, I'm still test. It's like, (laughs) no, you're like doing this. Like you got your (laughs) master's license, you got your business up. Like I am doing it, but you know, I just, I just always am like scared to jump in commitment-wise because you never know, and and that's sort of what I'm learning. Like I I thought I would just be high-rise after high-rise, and now I'm in people's basements. So a lot has changed. A lot has so, changed. So what happened? So the redundancy
1: then was that because of COVID, or was it be, like with the industry? Like in construction in the UK, the COVID really didn't affect anything it was like keep construction going keep construction going in fact if anything it just went and still is booming which is really scary because for me i feel like it's gonna die at some point but what what caused the redundancy and then um obviously this great thing has happened from it but that must be pretty scary times
0: so in the very beginning um and by very beginning i mean like mid-march it was like shut down everything like nobody it was It was almost like we were getting ready to start like one of them movies you ever see like Contagion or (laughs) one of the ones where they like actually in their house. It seemed like (laughs) that's what America was going to do. And then we were just like, actually, we're not. So we're just going to do what we want to do. And I mean, the government like has gone through and like set up, you know, mandates and everything. So in the beginning, it that there definitely was a halt, like mass layoffs, mass right. layoffs, and uh, it slowly, like over the summer, started picking back up. You know, my my girlfriend worked on a COVID job, and it was uh, she had to wear this thing on her hard hat that would beep if you <laughs> if you get too close to people. So, <laughs> wow, uh, okay. they they set up these like giant like temperature things that you had to go through every day, like get your temperature checked to get on site so it it definitely had started picking back up but it was the people who were already working were going back to work so there still was like this giant group of people who were out of work and you know covid happened right after the winter and winter is like a slow time in construction so those people stayed laid off um I had be, I was laid off in January, and I guess COVID happened in March, and so I kind of wasn't really looking too hard. It was kind of nice to have the break, and I was like, you know, I'll like be the school mom, and I'll jump into that. I have the unemployment for a little while, but then when COVID hit, it was like, whoa, maybe I should have went back <laughs> before <laughs> b- before COVID hit. Um but i also was like i'll work on my masters uh getting the masters license so i had done that before like i was working on that before covid hit I, so if i had waited a little too long then i wouldn't have been able to take the test when i took the test but all that's back in play like you know the governments open back up buildings are open back up we still have like depending on where you live mandates in order depend like about restaurants about you know, mask wearing, about social distancing, but really, I, I just feel like life has just went back to normal. I have been out the whole time because I went into residential plumbing. So that was, that was one of the essential workers that like didn't have to shut down. So for me, I never was stuck at home the way other people were stuck at home. And it's crazy. Cause like you're watching restaurants open back up and they, they're like, on, in these full body guard shield looking things. Meanwhile, the Home Depot, which is like our our home and garden center, everybody's just like chit-chatting, <laughs> pulling their masks <laughs> off to like, so, why well, I, I can't hear you. Hold on, let me pull my mask down so you can see my lips. Like, <laughs> it's so, it's like in a restaurant. I mean, and granted there's food and everything, but like all these businesses are suffering. Meanwhile, Home Depot is just,
1: yeah, I mean quadrupling
0: yeah. the prices of lumber, all this <laughs> stuff. Like it's yeah. like it just seems it seems like a very mismanaged thing. I I yeah. definitely think certain aspects were they really hit hard, way too hard on, and other aspects they were too lenient on. And I I think I just hope the next time this happens in our in humanity's history, maybe we have a little bit of. You know, yeah. hide sight yeah. from all this.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> it makes for a good Hollywood movie. But you're right; like the, it's ridiculous. I I went back to work. So like, I think we went into lockdown in March and came back out. Oh my God, maybe like June, July time, and I was like heavily pregnant, and I went back to work for the sanity of it. For for like, it felt like all oh, COVID doesn't exist at work because I'm in a middle in a field with no one else you know work talk talking mm-hmm. to um you know people that i work with from a distance it didn't feel too bad i didn't have to wear a mask um i think that kept my sanity but yeah the same over here for construction you you've got it's very conflicting um but with with your move into residential and business side of things was there was there any point where things started to kick off and you were like, oh, I'm not sure. And, and any opportunities came up in commercial? Have you thought about going back? Or is this, it, it sounds to me like, and I can relate to this, I can completely relate to this, where you don't want to say something is something for fear of it not working out. So I'm like, oh, I've got this like side hustle where I sell like a few hoodies and stuff. Yeah. And my husband's like, no, this is a, this is a business. You like this. <laughs> you're shipping out like 10 20 parcels a night this you know you're gonna soon need a place to store stuff an office this is a business and I'm like no it's just like this side of things and for me it's because as soon as you commit (laughs) to something you're like shit this is a real deal this could fail like and you I like I very rarely share stuff with friends or family because I'm like oh you like this could do you feel? is that kind of when you're like not committing you're doing (laughs) the work but you're not officially saying I'm in business
0: yeah so i have uh there's a lot of things with me first off i'm a procrastinator so so i'm very slow with like actually doing the work that you know like i will show up at the plumbing jobs but like i have all this like i'm like oh my gosh i have like paperwork that i need to work (laughs) on like when it comes to estimates forget it i just (laughs) Oh, I just remembered someone else I have an estimate for that I completely just like, I'm, I'm terrible with organism. That's like my hesitancy. And that's why I never wanted to run a business. Like I'm aware of that. That's my weakness. So I shouldn't go into a line of work where that is like, needs to be your strength. So one thing that you were talking about with confidence in one of your podcasts was how it's just like, the more confident you are is like, the more fear you've gotten over, like, and, and you put it differently, but it's a fear is it's either confidence or fear, right? Fear right. is what blocks your confidence. And I love that because that is, I'm like, I am very confident. Like the type of person, everybody's like, you're so confident. And I'm like, what? But like inside they don't see the fear that you yeah. feel inside. They don't see you know they just see the instagram posts that i put and i'm like look i did it right but they didn't see all the turmoil mental turmoil you go through before so that's yeah that with the business side of things i'm stuck there i'm like i i don't want to fail i don't want to have to like navigate a lot of aspects of the business so even even yesterday i i put out the business card right and as soon as i dropped it i was like fuck, that's, oh, sorry. No, language, you can I'm like, that's out there. I just <laughs> did that. Like, why did I do that? I was so excited about it for one second. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be on my kid's hockey rink. And I was proud. <laughs> and then I was like, oh shit. Now everybody saw it. Like, I can't take <laughs> it back. There's no, like, if my phone goes off, I put that out there. I'm like, I'm not ready. <laughs> so I, I'm definitely back and forth. As for commercial, commercial is, that is like, I have such a love for commercial plumbing. And it really just like, it's, you know, plumbers hate to be called installers, but like commercial work, brand new, that's what you do. You install. And there's something about that, that I've realized like, as opposed to service work, I love, because I love efficiency. So like, if you install this same type of thing, like you learn how to get amazing at doing that, right? Right. Like, I'm amazing. I I can cut cast iron so well. Like, I have men who have been plumbers who are like, wow, you do an amazing cut. Like, just like, you know, smooth. You just do it well, right? You can get like that with with commercial plumbing or like any type of installation, but like with service, there's always something. There's Uh something behind the wall that you don't, you know, the wire, when you put your saws all through that wall, you hit the wire that you have no idea is there. Right. There's no way to, to know everything about service. And I think, especially with like having like fear of coming into new things, like service is always scary to me. I'm like, it's so much more thinking as opposed to just like, owning it and like conquering it, you know, like I worked at a Mexican where right? I just like, I will make you the best burrito. I just will make like, cause you do it over and over and over again. Like, yeah, and it's, it's so satisfying. Whereas I mean, and granted service is satisfying because when you do conquer something, especially that you're fearful of that adding to your level of confidence, like it, it definitely does something. So I'm back and forth all the time. And if someone said, do you want to work on a commercial job right now? I would, I mean, I've had people call me over the months and say like, oh, we're looking for this job should start in a week. And then I just never get that call in a week. And and so I've sort of just like ended my expectation of like when people call me and they're like, oh, I have this job and we'd really love you because, you know, you love the cast iron or whatever. I just am like, okay, yeah, well. I just won't hold my breath. I'm stay busy with my but, stuff. But you but. know what do you know what's going
1: to happen again I, like this is Oh, so, don't <laughs> do it. <laughs> <laughs> well first first of all let me give you this right. So 16 years right. worth of in business uh engineering granted it's only been me. I've recently employed someone to do some bits and pieces but the business side of things the things that you say you're no good at that's kind of for me I think is irrelevant in our world because you you trained as a trade and and that is your work. Like the business, yes, it is important to get new business and it's important to keep your finances right and all those things, but they're not something you're expected to learn or to know off the bat. Like 16 years and I still have my mother-in-law who is looking after my accounts, banging on and say, where's the receipts for this? Where's the-? like, I don't <laughs> have my shit together for that. And that's 16 yeah. years on. And and sometimes I'm not the best business person. I don't respond to emails and and I drop the ball, but, the work speaks for itself and I think if if that is at the core then you'll always do well um here's me giving business advice probably not the right <laughs> thing but but secondly coming back to the commercial thing like I had this the other day with my husband I was, I was it's been really quiet for me on the engineering side which is great because I'm supposed to be on maternity leave anyway but I've been pushing more and doing more on the she who dares wins and uh, he's like, you know what's going to happen come March time, construction kicks off and all your clients are going to come back and you're going to jump straight back in. And then all the stuff that you've been doing, like, you know, writing the book and putting more podcasts out and recording things and the, and, and the t-shirt line and stuff. He was like that every year that's going to slide. He was like, but this year it can't slide because it's become something, and I was like, no, no, that's not the case. And then I took a call on Friday and it was someone saying, Can you get to site on Monday? And I was like, Yeah. And then I put down the phone. <laughs> I was like, shit. Like I knew this would happen. It's a test. I knew this would happen. So then he basically was like was just driving. He was like, mm, like you said you weren't, you know. And I was like, yeah. And I, I came up every excuse. I was like, you know, we need the money. I could use the money for, you know, put put it back into the business and do all this. Then he was like. And within 10 minutes, I phoned the customer back. I was like, you know what? I'm really sorry. I can't do Monday. Um, it's hard. And I feel like you yes. get thrown these things. Like you will get loads of people now ringing up saying, hey, we've got this job in commercial. And it's going to be a test for you.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, and that's that's actually another like path that I need to figure out. Like I could eventually go into commercial, right?
1: As a business, so, yeah.
0: As a business. Mm. And you know? So it's just, I have so many, and, and that's always like, that's why with the the business card, putting that out, it's like, now I need to think about this path, this path, this path, this path. Like, am I going to be doing this, this, or am I going to be doing this, this? Uh, Am I going to look into going into commercial? Like, then I need to like, figure out like, how to step out of this residential but like I just put this out and like now it's like what if the phone goes crazy and I have to schedule things and I have commitment (laughs) issues and I'm like I just don't I'm like can I just sit on Instagram and watch people's stories all day (laughs) right so oh yeah you can do
1: that quietly in a toilet like I I do that all the time I I just disregard all responsibility yeah Um, it's
0: like de-escalate and people are like, I see that you're on here. Like I have customers, I have customers who now follow me. And I was like, maybe I should have like made a separate account because now I can't just like sit and watch people's stories and de-escalate my brain because they're like watching that I'm active, ignoring, like, they're like, what about my estimate? I'm like, oh, but that's like, <laughs> that's a commitment and the estimate's a commitment.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, I know. Yeah, it it, it it yeah, you'll get there eventually. <laughs> and it's a high it's such a confidence thing when you start out. Um, like I ha- I've had a real war with pricing. So mm-hmm. and I think I just got to a point now where I'm like, I throw a price at someone and I know it's high, I know I'm higher than a lot of other engineers. And I'm like <laughs> really like ego, so what? I'm worth it. And and there's that yeah. like if they don't come for it, they go for it. But it took me so long. Well, yeah, it took me 16 years to get there um before I'd, I'd like put a price out and then someone came back and went oh you know that's a bit expensive instead of going back with actually here's what you're getting duh, 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 I'd be like okay you know and then I'd end up doing it for far less a price that is a market you know f- forget me personally that is like the proper market value of the job yeah And yeah, it's so hard, all these aspects that you take on when you start a business, but it's also incredibly exciting. And I think it's a natural process, like working in companies is great. And like you say, you don't have necessarily that stress of all the other things that you come home from work and you've done a job. But also like, there's going to be some hilarious stories that, you know, you're going into people's houses I guess and you know yeah. you're coming across other people's work and so it's not just you starting fresh installing you're going to come across people that have bodged jobs but you're going to be helping people as well so it, it sounds like it's going to be really exciting
0: yeah it definitely is and and I feel you on the pricing pricing is definitely I mean women are instilled with this confidence right yeah so like we're not you know, brought into this world and told like, you're worth this. Whereas like, guys, I feel like it's always like, you must be the winner. You must be the winner. Whereas like women are just like, we're more subservient and also kind of practical. We're like, well, it doesn't really make sense to price it like that because it's not really worth that. Like, so it's like, there's, I have issues with that, but I actually, I, I mean, I'm so lucky with, and, and I put this out there, uh, like my community, and I have people in my corner showing me how to be confident about pricing. Um, I have someone, you know, I have like my go-to plumber. Like I, I have no idea what I'm doing and I can call him and he will tell me what to price things and he will give me the confidence that I'm worth it. Like he's like, he's like, think about the house you're in and what you just described to me and imagine that guy doing the price and he would just say easy and you saw what he did. Yeah. And you know that you'll do a better job. So like, why wouldn't you even put yourself at his market? Yeah. Right. So I'm, I've been lucky with that. And, and I try to pass that on. I actually had uh, a female mechanic uh, working on my car today. She came over and changed my spark plugs and, and she won't give me a price. But she, but she works. She's like, oh, you know, and, and she's awesome. Right. And I'm like, and you know, I I paid her a lot of money to like do a few oil changes, but I felt, I was like, listen, like, think about this. Like, sure. I could have taken it to a mechanic. I would have paid less. I'm like, you came to my house. You did three different cars. Like you have to factor all that in. You have to factor driving. You have to. And, and I had someone teach me that. Right. Cause I was like, well it only takes 2 hours it's like well what about the time it takes to clean the van what about the time it takes and and that's all still time away from your children yeah. or that's all still time away from you being able to do your thing in life yeah. like your that's that's your personal time so you need to factor all that in and so like having that experience now it just makes me more aware and i'm like I'm trying to employ, I'm like, I, I would rather hire a female or hire a person of color or like someone who, who the world automatically assumes is going to be cheaper because yeah. they're not a white man. Right. Yeah. Cause people are always like, like, Oh, a female plumber. It's so cool to like meet a female plumber. And then when I give them their price, they're like, but what? Yeah. And I'm like, I wonder if I was a white guy, like would, would your face literally drop down to the <laughs> floor like that? like? Yeah. <laughs> Like it almost expect, they expect it to almost be free sometimes. And I'm, but I, I have gotten to the point a lot of times where I'm like you now and I'm like, I'm actually a little bit more than that white dude over there, but I'm worth yeah. it. Right. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. But it, it's
1: so hard. Like that, cause you are effectively putting a value on yourself. And I think that's why we struggle with it. Um, yeah. Because it's, you can't separate yourself from the work because you are the work. And yeah, it is hard. And also I think on the flip side, guys also don't have a problem with being like, well, I'm not paying that. And then it gets thrown back into your court and it's 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 finding that strength to be like, okay. Not you know, not like, oh, okay, yeah. I need the money, so I'll drop it. And then, and then once you drop it, they've got you. Like I, I had yeah. a job recently, the same. I like I was charging a lot for a job, but it was new equipment, really expensive. It's, it's like a new technology, and I was like, this is the market price. And the guy was like, that is extortionate. And I was like, um, well, you know, this is, the, I went through everything and he was like, look, I know you've got to feed your kids or whatever, but you've got to sharpen your pencil, like, and start going through all this stuff. And it turned out that he'd got a price for a different type of work, but it was like twice the cost. So I already knew that he was never going to get the job done anywhere else for less. Um, and I just said, I was like, yeah, that's it, but but in my mind, I was like, "You should reduce the price. You should ask him how much he wants to pay." And <laughs> I like, yeah. have to silence that. I'd be like, "Yeah,
0: no. <laughs> yeah." It's
1: and so even hard.
0: even men, I do even see like it's it's not just a female thing, and it's not. And I I mentioned white male, but like there are guys that I talk to all the time, and there are people who message me all the time, like you know. Former union coworkers, and they're like, "Yo, I'm doing this side job. You mind helping me with the price?" And I'm oh, like, "Oh, cool, that's good to know." so, yeah, and honestly, that builds my confidence. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm like, here, I'm going to this guy that I think's like, oh, right. Yeah, and and I'm like, what should I charge, or what? What's this entail, or how do I do this? And now I have people doing that to me, and I'm like, oh, so now I'm like becoming my oh. Plumber, right? (laughs) You're pressing the button. Yeah. So, and and that feels good. But I always, you know, if it's just like randos on Instagram, sometimes it's like a little bit too much solicitation. But like I'm always willing. Like union guys that I worked with, I'm always like talking to them about prices. Even like I will call guys that have gone into business before me. I have I have a good community. So. But the pricing thing i like I do even watch men suffer from it. I think it's it's because society undervalues manual labor is is yes. like yeah it it's not just a fee- i mean it's more so a female issue because like we're not instilled with the confidence, but you can't say that men aren't susceptible to that same like oh, is it worth it? am I gouging some yeah. men some men don't care yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 a lot of I've always okay. care. that that transition then from so commercial we talked about this in the past uh, there's not many women on sites and then you're going into uh, domestic I'm guessing it's just as novel and and how like what's the response being like do you think you would you get more business because people are like oh that's a bit novel but reality is you're very good at the job do you think people are kind of shocked when you turned up or like what's obviously they know they're employing you but what's the kind of do you, have you had any like weird situations people are like oh I didn't realize women could plumb
0: <laughs> yeah I mean there's generally generally there's always a comment some type of comment whether I never met a female plumber or that's so cool that you're a female plumber um they range but honestly walking onto construction sites it's always like you walk on with this feeling like you need to prove yourself, right? Yeah. I don't necessarily walk into homes feeling I need to prove I'm the expert, right? Yeah. If I'm I'm the expert. Meanwhile, like if I'm walking onto a plumber's I mean a construction site, there's 50 other plumbers who know the same right. thing. Right. So I guess I mean, I don't really have this competitive drive. I just like, really am like, I like to have fun while I work. But you know that the men on the site do. Right. So you still come on thinking like, I have to prove myself. Meanwhile, like when you go into a resident, like those plumbers on the construction site don't care if you're a girl or a guy. You either need to be able to carry your weight. And if you carry your weight, you need to be like worthwhile to the team. So it's a different mentality. Whereas like other people are like, oh, you're a female plumber, that's cool. Or, or oh, you're the expert, I need help. And, yeah. and so so you go in, you're already a level up from them.
1: Howdy folks, I really hope you're enjoying this week's episode of the podcast. If you've got time, head over to com where you'll find a ton of awesome merch, hoodies and tees, You'll also find a bunch of empowering and supportive content for you to soak up not to mention the show notes for episodes like this one and information on how you can connect to us via social media and also join the private members facebook group be sure to check it out and in the meantime let's get back to this awesome episode of the podcast but in the same respect you don't have the support i guess so like if you come across something in someone's house and it's just you it's a little bit more relaxed environment in that your, your colleagues that you work with, you haven't got to prove yourself. But at the end of the day, I guess, you know, if you come across something you've never come across before, is it like, shit, I don't have anyone to ask? Like, like, how is, that's a different dynamic. I got, I
0: have, <laughs> <laughs> I have a cell phone. I have a cell phone. And Google,
1: right? Google is always yeah, good. Yeah, well, honestly,
0: honestly, I, and it's, it's not really fair to, <laughs> to my phone of plumbers, but like, I just am like, I'm like, I'm, I'm so scared. I don't know what to do. I just... <laughs> You know, I've had, I had this valve pop out of me and I called, I call him, I'm like, I'm flooding Arch street. I don't know what to do. There's a realtor under me and waters everywhere. And he came and helped me. Right. And he's oh, like, nice. no. he's like, this is nothing. Like I thought that I was going to drive into a flood. He's like, this is like, water coming out of a light fixture. I was like, I know, but it shot me in the face and I just didn't know what to do. <laughs> so, but so there's like times and you, I'll just say you know, like on a construction site like you're given these expectations, there's a foreman, so you have direction when you have to be the expert in the in these situations and like I said earlier, you never know what's behind a wall so you can make your educated guesses and maybe 90 times out of 100 you're right but like there's always that one time where you're not (laughs) right and you know I I just did a dig up and we picked up the cast iron and the bottom of the cast iron just stayed on the ground I was like okay I can't hook it I'm like I can't hook into this now it turned from like just adding a bathroom to like they're having their whole line replaced like you said like you know, you go in and you you help people with their problems, but also you feel like, I'm like, I felt like a sense of responsibility. I'm the one who touched the cast iron. Like they didn't know. But in reality, it was leaking into their foundation either way. Yeah. So, so you have to like, and that customer was great. Like she really, I mean, some of them get nasty with you and, and act like you're responsible for the condition of their of hundred their, year old <laughs> But um, I generally, I I do get a better response uh, to answer your original question in residential only because there's not that aspect of competition. Um, people often say like, I've had four male plumbers out here and none of them explained it like this. Like I, I come at it always as like a homeowner approach as opposed to like, I'm the plumber and I know more than you. I'm like, if this were my home, like, honestly, I don't think that this fix, I would feel comfortable with, or, or if you're looking to save money, like I always offer like a, a high end price, like if you want the whole job done right, or like just fix this issue price, like I give options and I talk to them, like, I'm like, and, and I always say, I'm like, you can call someone else and get another estimate. Like, yeah. I'm fine with that. Like that's, mm-hmm. I understand that people struggle, and i'm struggling to run my business so this is the price that it will cost so yeah. and and i understand and i always tell them i'm like i'm not the cheapest person to do this yeah like i have friends who call me and i'm like listen i'm like you should probably call this other company cuz they'll come out they'll be like bam bam done they have the right equipment for it or like they're just set up to do something and i always do that because i first off i'm not going to undercut myself to give them something that they need when I know someone's better equipped, yeah, you know, and, and they want a deal for me. I'm like, but if you do it this way, it'll get done. You'll have your deal. Whereas like me, I have to rent equipment to get that job done, or I'm driving an hour and a half to, to even be there for you. Like that's a lot. It's a lot. And so you have to like work with that. But because I do that, I also get feedback from my customers. Like, thank you so much for like empowering me to know how to shut off my water or like plunge my own drain. Like, you don't have to call me like you're, I'm going to be expensive. If you call me out and I got a plunge, like you're talking over a hundred dollars just for me to pull out a plunger. And then you're looking at me like a hundred dollars for what? <laughs> right. But like, that's, that's what I was talking to my friend today, the mechanic about your time. Like it, I'm not that leaving sucks. my house. Yeah. I'm not mm. leaving my house house and, and you got to pay for that. So, yeah. So, and meanwhile, like, you know, estimates and other things, like it's, that's one thing. Cause that's part of like the competition of business. But if you think I'm going to sit here and tell you how to do it and then just go home, like you could have went on YouTube for that for free. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I not It sounds that. like They're you've like, got things
1: what? locked up with knowing that. Like, that is really important. Um, it's
0: still a struggle. It's still a struggle. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. What
1: isn't a struggle? <laughs> <laughs> right. Talking but, about struggles, I know we we're flipping this now. We're probably going to get yeah. a little bit serious, but wow, well, we're always serious. But yeah. um, I remember chatting to you, obviously, on the first podcast, and then. As we always are, open and honest, you incredibly open and honest. Um, we talk about stories in the industry that are pretty hard to deal with. And recently I did a post on um, sexual harassment and the stories that have come in have just have blown my mind. Like, yeah, really sensitive things, you know, from comments right up to to, to rape that, um, you know, has, has not been reported, has not been dealt with perpetrators it's just insane and this is all over the world this is women in trades this is women in in all different fields but I vividly remember you talking about kind of like an issue you had on site and you were like you know one day I can I can talk about this um and yeah it was with a guy who I I guess exposed himself to you but but more importantly broke down and this might have been so hard broke down like a trust with you because you thought you were pals um yeah if if you're okay with it I I'd, I'd love to kind of hear your perspective as much or as little as you want to kind of help other women out there that have, that I know have been through some really shitty times um and yeah and and how you've kind of dealt with that
0: Yeah so that you know what actually I think I was on that job when I when I did your podcast because it was like I, right it was I, really fresh Yeah I said I can't like I don't know how this is going to play out. And yeah. I didn't know how I was going to take it. So, yeah, I had a, a boss that I worked with alone a lot. Um, it was always, like, two-man team. And he was, he was perverted, like, and, and I knew that. And, and that was, like, expected, and I just would, like, cut him off. I really enjoyed working with him because he let me do my thing. You know, like, it wasn't, like, a competition with him. Uh, If I had an idea, he let it play out. He's like, whatever. Like, if it's going to fuck up, like, that's a lesson you learn. So, like, you got to pick and choose your battles. And I decided that, you know, if he's going to be, like, creepy, I'll just put him in place when I need to. But, like, it's still a good growing experience as a plumber. Right. So we worked for a while together and, and that was during the whole Instagram, you know, like I had put a picture of my butt on the Instagram and I had guys, wives coming after me because like that was out there and I worked with their husband and that was not okay. So I kind of like, after all that, I like reared it back in. Like, cause I think the last time we were on a podcast, we talked about that, The you know, me putting my butt on Instagram and, whether it's like a confidence thing or like a showy thing and how we judge women for doing things like that. I, I do remember talking about that a little bit, but after that, I just was like, you know what? Like, I don't, I think men should be held responsible for their inability to control themselves. So, yeah. you know, the internet is a free public thing. Um, you know, and we always run the risk, but like really the risk, should be like people maybe like talking trash on you, not someone sending you inappropriate pictures, you know, like be like, Oh, did you see that girl? Like everybody's going to have comments and judgments on everyone. So let it be like through your side communication. It never means that like a physical invitation is there, you know, that that needs to be consensually talked about. So either way I did, I did go to the, Owner of the company. After that happened, I actually was like trying to be nonchalant. Like I just told him, I'm like, like, "Dude, make sure we never work together again." And like his wife was coming after me, and I was like, "I." So I just screenshotted the the messages. I'm like, "This is my side and his side." Like if if he's telling you one thing, I will just screenshot it all, and I did. And I just sent it to her. I was like, "I'm sorry." Like. I'm sorry that this world is like this that has to like pin us against each other. Their his daughters have like come and talked to me, not personally, but like through messages and just said like, I'm so sorry you went through that. Like it turned into like this kind of like female, you know, bonding thing a little bit. Wow. Like we don't talk still, but in the end I, I went to the owner and I just was like, we cannot work together. Cause Corey found out I didn't tell Corey about this. Right. Cause right. I, I was I was scared what she was like. I'm like, I don't need her. Like, like I'm just trying to work, right? And, th- right, and that's yeah. what the thing is, is like women like suppress all this like hostile environment. And so it never gets brought to light because they're just trying to work, right? Yeah. But then we're like always turned into these like w- this problem. And it's like, well, I was really here to work. And this guy like wasn't here to work. And now I'm I'm in trouble for it.
1: So, so I told him. Did he ever like allude to the
0: fact that like he thought you were coming on to him or was oh, it? Oh, yeah. He said, from what I gathered, the wife had the picture of my butt from Instagram that I quote unquote sent him personally. Right. I'm like, oh I'm like, listen, lady. I'm like, go on my Instagram. I <laughs> promise. Like, <laughs> there's nothing personal about it. It's on. I'm like, at that time, I had like 2,000 followers. I'm like, but that's out there. Yeah. Like, I, I did that. I'm sorry that he took it this way. But, like, that would be, like, you calling up a porn star. I mean, granted, we know each other. I'm not, like, I'm, like, but you can't just, like, yell at a porn star because your husband's watching them. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, it just got very hairy. Um, I did talk to the owner, said I don't want to t- work with him anymore. I did not tell him why. I never, ex- I just said it. it's just uncomfortable. And that company ended up laying him off right before me. It wasn't long before me, but then I got laid off too. So
1: (laughs) either way, it just madness. Like how these things could escalate from, and and this is I don't don't
0: think I was laid off for that. No. Like it was, it was a few months later, but, but either way. Yeah. So
1: yeah, but you're there to do work. And, and I've been in a situation, not as nearly as bad as that, but where I'm working with someone, I think this is a great working relationship work well together and then there'll just be a comment and you just think oh your heart sinks because you're like oh man this wasn't even you know there's been no Mm -hmm. of of any kind of flirting or anything and these comments just come and then it's never the same from that point like it Mm -hmm. it, you like as much as they can brush it over or, or you say no that's not the way I feel like it just doesn't sit right and it becomes awkward and yeah it's it's like it's that other level of shit that you have to deal with like we just want to do a job um yeah yeah and and I feel I feel sometimes because there aren't that many of us on site that I don't know it's 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 like the whole comment game when people like oh I thought you like you're just one of the lads I thought you could just take it like you always do and it's like no like it's circumstantial. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's difficult. Yeah. So, so that, yeah. I mean, it reads like a movie, doesn't it? Like wife getting involved, daughters getting involved. <sighs> so this is the guy that you trusted that exposed himself. So, to
0: yeah. So, so we say trust, but I, that's one thing that from the gate, uh, when I first started wa- working with him, first off, the apprentice was like, dude, just, just FYI, this guy is a creep
1: right okay
0: right heads up so and and the entire company is like this guy is a creep right (laughs) and so it just was like known and and it is what it is so and they would tell me stories and I'm like but he lets me just be a plumber there's no competition it's not like I told you to do it this way it's like okay I I told you to do it this way you did it your way and you fucked up now fix it like he That's what you would do to die, right? You would do the same thing. So, so, and he always just treated me like that. But that comment that you're talking about where like, you're like, whoa, oh, okay. That comment came early in our relationship. And Mm. I, so he's like, we were working on the ladder and he was behind me and he gets down off the ladder and he bends over as if like, I kicked him in the balls or something, and like cups himself and says, I got to go to the uh, van for a little bit. And I just was like, Whoa. And there were other guys in the room, and they just looked at me and I was like, Oh, my God, like, I just was mortified. I was mortified. Oh, like this guy was geez. his face was right in my ass. I mean, but we're working and that's how you work. Like, I'm like, there was nothing inappropriate about it with me. Sometimes I'll joke when guys have to like, I'm like, Oh, don't worry. You can get close to me. Like you don't have to be scared, but like nothing. We just didn't say anything. We were like humping pipe. We're like getting it up in the air. Right. And then he did that. And I was like, (sighs) I'm like, I literally felt nauseous. and, And these other two guys are looking at me, staring at me. And I looked at him and I said, I swear to God, I don't care what issues you have, like anything. I'm like, you just like, take it home, take it home. Like whatever things you have brewing in your head, like I want to work. I'm like, don't fuck that up for me. And, and so he didn't. And like, and we, and it kind of like, because I called it out and like said it, like, I kind of like hit a reset button. And honestly, like, I pulled that veil, like, like that kind of not Stockholm syndrome, but like, that's the closest thing I could relate it to, like, where I like, I'm just like, I'm going to befriend the enemy. And he never like, it wasn't ill will, like, I don't think he was ever like, I can't say what he thought, but like, I don't think that I ever felt threatened like he was going to do some, yeah so him. you
1: didn't feel yeah. like it was a danger like he wasn't a danger yeah. to work with
0: yeah so, okay that's
1: that's important
0: but so I pulled that veil and I'm like we're gonna work together and then we work together and like other guys would talk trash on him and I'm like listen I work well together like I don't want to know about that nasty shit I don't mm. want to know like because mm. I just want to keep the veil so that I can put cast iron in the way I want to put cast iron he lets me pick the cast iron up he's not like trying to take it out of my hands i appreciate that like i love that and and he taught me plumbing i mean he's like a messy plumber but he taught me like a lot so i just wanted to keep that and and i did and then guys took my defending him as something going on
1: Ugh. so it just you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't like,
0: yes <laughs> i'm you, like you, you, oh, yeah yeah I even, I even told his wife, I'm like, listen, I'm like, if you, I'm like, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm not really all about physicality, but if you think that that little man sparks any interest in me, I said, you are sadly mistaken. I'm like, first off, I am with a woman. like I was
1: going to say like, not that it should ever come into it, but like he knew your sexuality, right? Like he knew yeah you again,
0: yeah Yeah. And it was but, just, but I'm, I'm, late stage you know I was married to a man I have children so like to any man who can't like process things correctly that just sees that as an
1: inlet of oh it's an opportunity yeah Yeah, right
0: oh we'll get you back (laughs) like (laughs) yeah yeah you're gonna be the guy right the guy who says something (laughs) like that that's definitely who I'm going after so oh my god
1: Either oh. way, all right. No, that's good. Thank you so. Well, it's not good. It's not good. But thank you so much for sharing that. That's really important. And um, I, yeah, I just love your. Honestly, I'm sad that it happened, but yeah, I think a lot of people are gonna learn from these stories that we tell. Um, I wanted to wrap this up with um, your great experience that you had recently. I know you went on a project that was just women. Can you? Briefly, oh yeah. yeah. Can you just tell me about that? Because it just sounds incredible.
0: So this project is that house that she built. It's um, out in Utah, like right below Salt Lake city in Utah. They couldn't find a plumber. They had a female owned plumbing company who was like donating some plumbing time and material, but no actual female plumber. So I offered to go out um, and they actually, they covered the airfare, which was great and brought me out there. It was in a point of the project that I think... I mean, they were, like, stuck with finding people, finding material. So I definitely didn't come on the best week. It was very mumbo-jumbo. The, the main ladies who were running things weren't generally there. But Corey and I went out, and we did the plumbing. And, you know, I'm not... like commercials one thing but like residential and then residential in another state I definitely went out and was in over my head so I was like feeling definitely a lack of confidence I guess you could say but they were awesome the women out there were um Jenny was like my main point person she was amazing uh I met Stephanie built it she's Stephanie builds it on Instagram and she's just she was so fun. She was, I I just wish that, that I think that my, I guess, disappointment was that I couldn't do the camaraderie because there was so much work to do. Uh, okay. Right. You know what I mean? Like we, Corey and I were there till like sunset trying to get things done. We still didn't even finish the project. Like I was right. so bummed. I'm like, we didn't even fit, but we were there a week. It was a lot of work. But then I watched this past, uh, a couple weeks ago, so many women went out actually at the same time and I watched the camaraderie so I think I just like I definitely felt a twinge of jealousy i I went out to dinner uh, at one of the women's houses and they took me out to dinner so we definitely hung out but I was like looking for like that kind of like not not a party but like a sister party, you know yeah and yeah it just It just was very busy, but, but the project itself is, is such an awesome project. It's, you know, to help fund women getting into construction work as well Mm -hmm. as, um, domestically abused women, like getting out of their situation. So like the cause is there, the women that I met were amazing. It just was like plumbing is such a lot of work. Right. So it just was definitely a learning experience for me and and it was fun i i just want to go back out to utah and like kind of spend the time with the women with, that yeah. like
1: yeah so and, much time so much to discuss and so little time
0: yeah and because they weren't on site like that week that i happened to be on site like i missed you know hanging out with them because yeah, i was on site and they had other jobs but it was I I will just say like Utah, it was funny, Corey Corey thought Utah was like a flat state. So like in America, you're not really like, nobody really knows anything about anything. You know a little bit about your state, a little bit about your city. And then you just like the rest is like, unless you're a travel body. You just don't know. So we're flying over the Rocky mountains and Corey's like, Oh my God, there's so many mountains. And I'm like, yeah, it's Utah. Like Utah has like all the national parks. And I mean, there's not really other, other than like sister wives on television. There's not too much about Utah, but, but I was like, yeah, like I'm excited. I want to like go sightseeing. And she's thinking we're going to like this flat, like just like farmland. <laughs> so that was, that was the really cool experience, is Like, I haven't been in a high rise, like dealing like with the view, but working in that house every day, I was like, it's, it's just as cool as like working in a high rise. You have like snow capped mountains all around you and the sun. And it just was, it was beautiful. It was such an awesome experience. So I definitely, I just, I I would love to get back out there, hang out with the, with the women without the stress of like the job, the responsibility (laughs) of the work. right. yeah story so, of my life yeah
1: oh that's awesome, it was, I'm gonna awesome. Put, yeah. it was good yeah i'm gonna put details about that build down because uh, i was following it and i think it's an incredible initiative it was pretty amazing um i'm gonna let you go and let you get back to building this awesome business that you're doing i want to say thanks so much for being a guest uh it's always a pleasure um and yeah, I wish you all the best. And and let's have you one in season four, five, six, seven, however many seasons we're going to have of this podcast. Um, appreciate you giving me your time, Kelly. And you'll always inspire uh, myself and, and any listeners out there. So thank you so much.
0: Thank you. I seriously... I- I love the work you do. We we will have to get this uh merchandise thing settled because we'll
1: get it sorted. Don't worry about it. We'll get it, get it sorted. sorted. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, All right. thank you for having me. Have a great you're night.
1: welcome. You take care. You have an awesome day. See you later. All right.